But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! It's Lima time, time. I'm, I'm, no, I messed that up. He's Patrick, I'm James. Uh, we love Patrick back. He ran a good show last week, Patrick. Uh, yeah, you had the the Super Devil on last night. I saw yeah, that and was, I was like, yeah, wait, what the heck? I'm not doing anything. He was not great. He ruined. Yeah, he ruined everything. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I banned him for life. Yeah, well, that's that's probably ideal. I don't know. I just I, I believed him. You know, I thought he would for once. We did have uh, Todd Babby call in and, and say some a lot of very racist things and <laughs> not great. He, uh, Kept saying the nickel as the n-word over and over again. Not good. Mm. And um, yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't great, but uh, it was a, it was a very fun part of the uh, of the call. Well, originally I, I was I heard murmurs that I was going to get a call from the the ultra devil, and then uh, and it was just going to keep I was going to keep 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 getting calls from bigger and more powerful devils. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I like the idea that I mean I I grew up in the Church of Christ, so. There's only one devil, but this, like, the introduction of, of more devils is, is kind of messing with me right now. Yeah, we don't, we don't need an ultra devil, and then we got, got to, yeah, so, yeah, so that, that didn't happen, the mega devil, we don't want the mega devil showing up. <laughs> no, a minor devil, a minor devil, you just, like, stub your toe a lot. See, I, the way I look at it is, like, the Lucifer is the devil, he's the one that has all the, he's the one that has all the problem with, with, with God, super devil just kind of chills, he's just like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm kind of above all that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I, 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 don't have any pro- I don't have any problem with Jesus. He's, he's fine. He never did anything with me. I don't really care. <laughs> See, he's like, so he's not as evil as you, you think. He, is he a hell beast? And will he, will he torture you in lava? Yeah, of course. But, uh, you know, he's not so bad. <laughs> okay, so so over the weekend, I, the wife, my wife, and I received... My wife, that's smoking. We... <laughs> We received a package from Bravado Spice. It's three bottles of the Serrano and Basil, which I'm extra, like half half of one bottle is already gone. Um, and then and then some of their new creamy herb and jalapeno, which is absolutely delightful. And I had it this morning on a taco. Like, ta- say something nice about our friends at Bravado Spice. They are well, they're the best. I mean, that was you said. You said we send one passive aggressive tweet out, and uh, you know James immediately hits us and like. I mean, let me know what you want. And a day later, I got a case of the my, the pineapple habanero margarita mix, which is fucking delicious. I've not had that. It really, that's okay. It really, it really is delicious. I'm drinking. Uh, it's not a margarita. I'm, I'm using it. I'm drinking with vodka. It's a, <laughs> it's a. I call it. I call it a Mexican martini. I'm vending it. Hey, it's George W. Bush. How you, how you been? Yeah, hey, Laura, yeah, actually, Laura invented it, but I, I took credit for it. Um, <laughs> I, I drink it while I'm painting dead soldiers. Anyway, um, <laughs> and puppies, and me in the bathtub. All right, and me shooting, and me also. Uh, never mind, I'm out of here. Bye. Thanks, George Bush, for that. That was great. Thanks, um, George. Terrible, terrible cameo. So yeah, I'm drinking it right now. It's it's great. It's refreshing. <laughs> it's uh, it's what the kids are calling organic. You know. Mm. It's uh, there's no, there's no uh, corn syrup, there's no fructose, there's no, uh, there's no uh, one of those fake sugars that give you ball cancer. Yeah, 
it's just, uh, yeah, it's just like good old, it's, you know, it's, it's made with love. You know, and things that are made with love are, uh, are, are consumed with love. Yeah. And, uh, and that's pretty much what it is. But, uh, so yeah, I want to, I want to try the new, the, the creamy herb or whatever. It's, I don't know what the, what's the proper name? What's it called? Uh, creamy herb and jalapeno. I had it on a potato bean and cheese taco this morning and it was absolutely wonderful. What's it? Is it like a, was it like, is it like a, a green ranch? What is it? What's the, like, what's the vibe of it? It's not, it's not so ranchy. Like, I'm like, like Kami and I were talking about it this morning. Like it, it's to say it's creamy. It's, it's a little bit thicker than, like a Serrano oil. So, yeah, so it's not like a wet. So it's not. Yeah, okay. So it's not like it's not your like water hot sauce. It's a. It's a. It's a thing. It's like the because the Serrano basil is like it's not thick, but it's thicker than your than your average sauce. You heard me. Yeah. So it's. I mean the and and the creamy herb and jalapeno is that has that gone out to like to the to the. No masses? no no. I, these are um I, these are samples as far as I as, as far as I I've learned. I don't know. I don't think it's out yet. I think it's just a seat. I don't. If they're testers or something. I think we're just special because. Uh, Obviously, we, we, we bring them suitcases of money. Like Power sure. on. Bluetooth. I have to put you, I have to turn you on the speaker. Nobody. What have you done? I had to put you on the speaker. Nobody can hear you. This they, sounds. They, they shut. This sounds awful. It sounds bad. Okay, well, you know what? I, I'm going to have to tell them they can eat one because I don't. Just, I'd rather be good on the recording. All right, I'm back. To, I'm coming back up that. Just download it like a normal This American Life person. For God's sake. Embarrassment. I'll be, I'll be burnt, but I'm coming in as oil. I'll come back. Anyway, so, so the creamy... Then much better. The creamy herb... Back. My back. The creamy herb and jalapeno... Hello, hello it's, it's me. Am I, am I back? Hello, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I went. I had to go. I got beamed up into the, in the to whatever that spaceship that Spock is in. The um, Millennium, whatever. I, know, I just want to make a Star Trek fan mad. The Millennium Falcon, the or whatever, with the, with, the, with, the dog, with the dog bear, that thing. Oh, yeah, I got beamed up. Yeah. So now I'm back. Um, so yeah, nobody can hear you, which is pretty tight. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care. The, people on the stream are the worst anyway. Like, there's nobody good on the stream. For, there's no way there is. <laughs> unless unless Rachel Jones is on. Rachel Jones is the only person that has my heart. And I can't, a stupid ass Alyssa. She, I think she lives on the stream. I think she lives there. Like she somehow moved in on the stream. She's like always there somehow. I like both of those people that you just. Yeah, heard. they're good. I don't. I don't like giving people credit on the show. Like now people can hear this. I don't see it now. I don't like that. But so, but, but except for Rich Jones, we. I, I, she's the best. Yeah. Every, everyone. Every. I mean, she loves. So Rachel. Rachel loves the Super Devil. Anybody who loves the Super Devil, like I love. <laughs> Jeremy, what's good, Playboy? But yeah, we got some people on the stream. The chat's lit. It's not that lit at all. Um, so yeah, bravado's great. I want to try all the new flavors. I'm glad they sent us like that stuff within a day. It's a they're just a good company. I mean, yeah. they stupid how good they are. We they owe us a lo- whole lot of money. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know for sure. Like a lot because they are like they're somehow they're like I think they're trading publicly now and. James drives a, a Maserati. It's like, yeah, all right, you know what? Like, can mm-hmm. we just like, just like get it, like just something? So like, come on. Let so me, yeah, so let they're, me pay uh, off. Let me pay off my Elantra, like with your Maserati. Anything? Right? Yeah, no, I've got a 2005 Nissan Altima with stock wheels, and it's like, it's like <laughs> that's not what I drive. I don't even drive that at all. I don't know why I made that up. I'm lying. <laughs> I, I ride it. I, I got my own slam. I got a '77 Coupe de Ville on swingers. Um. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So. uh 
Oh, thanks, Bluetooth speaker, for announcing that. I hate robot ladies. Can we go uh, after bravado? Yeah, bravado spice is the spiciest spice of your life. You got that. You got you got that Church of Christ like vibrato going. Like, yeah, I'm I'm proud. Amazing grace. Okay, I'm doing that. All right. So, uh, yeah, Bravo Spice, Bravo Spice, Bravado. Um, they're tight. Uh, go buy shirts from from Tyler at Canned Oxygen. Uh, he needs to send us. He needs to send you for one thing. One like literally one T-shirt. Not I, I the honestly, hell out it's of just it. me. Honestly, it's it, it really is my fault. I'm just I don't I don't follow up. I forget. It's so it, it's, <laughs> just, it, it's my fault. Um, and then we got a uh, we got a, we have a, a new sponsor that I'm pretty excited about. What? Um, that you will get no benefit from, which is pretty sweet, tight. <laughs> my favorite. Um, my buddy David owns an F45 training studio in in, uh, in East Downtown, right? Kind of by where Secret Group is, and over there by the stadium, it's off. Uh, I guess that's what's their Eighth Wonder. What's that street right there? I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. Whatever that, whatever that street is, it's it's right next to uh, Truck Yard and um, all those places. But anyway, so F forty five training. It's like this. It's like circuit training, but it's it's created by like Aussie Aussie rugby guys. Oh, and uh, so I'm going to uh, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try exercising for like the first time in my life. See if I can get in shape, and I'm and I'll give testimonies of how much I hate it. No, you need to you need to live stream that, like, please. No way, no, yeah. I'll never do that. But no, but it's nice because like it's like it scales up, so like you can go there to any class, and uh, you know you, I know people are worried about their own shit, and they're not. It's not, you know, you don't have to worry about people watching you if you're you know you're not in shape or you're trying to do moves correctly. Like it's all about you doing your shit and if you're really good at it and you know, you're at a high level you can do your workout and next to some bozo that just wandered in there off a uh, heroin binge and uh <laughs> and still you know still get everything out of it so uh but no it's an, it's a super nice facility i, I when they opened it they, they, they toured it and it's nice it's in a it's by the stadium it's a good part of town so anybody if you're in the uh if you're in the east downtown area Edo. um I will. Uh, I'll. Uh, I have to get with him and see what uh, what kind of discount he wants to he wants to give you guys. But Adam, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you say something like you have to ask for like the Wolf Church discount or just like <laughs> <laughs> like the uh, you have to ask for the the uh, Jason Castro JSD discount. Like it's gonna be something embarrassing. That you have to say in order to let him know that it's. So uh, yeah, it'll be. It won't be good. Probably it'll be. It'll be bad. We'll come up with something. The, 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 the Cole Hamill shame discount. Like no. Yes. Yeah, it's Cole Hamill sex shame discount, and that's how you get it. So, um, so yeah, so, but yeah, F45 training, you, you got, you can, you got to trust the Aussies. They all have nice, those, those good surfer builds and then they're all just, they'll walk up to you and they'll be like, Hey, that's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> got, got me snake charms. And you're like, okay, cool. cool. And, Cause anybody, you know, they live in a place with just every animal there is deadly. No. And it's like 140 degrees there right now. Yeah, like, It hasn't rained like in 18 years or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's not that long, but there's a, it's a terrible drought going on. It's yeah, it's hot. They have box jellyfishes that are translucent. You can't see, and they will kill you. Uh, like snakes and like kangaroos. Like kangaroos are just like punching people and hopping around. Uh, dingoes continue to eat babies. Nobody yeah. talks about it. So yeah, it's, um, it's a terrible island. I mean, it, to think that it was a prison. Yeah. On the deadliest animal place on earth. I mean, what a shitty place Australia. Shout out to uh, 
New, New Zealand really hit the spot fucking with the with the branding. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys got Lord of the Rings and all this beautiful stuff and this fucking <coughs> And these right. fucking in Australia just got like camel spiders and fucking great white sharks. <laughs> we like, we don't even Norman. want the Great Barrier Reef that they just get rid of it. They're killing the ocean. Yeah, it's bad. So, uh, you know what? Down with Sydney, down with the Opera House. I'm just going to go. Every week, I'm going to pick one flagrant thing to be just be against. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, they, the Aussies are great. They train good. So, uh, F45 training. There, There's locations and that stuff all over the city, but you have to go to the East Downtown one. So, uh, if, I don't care where if, I don't care if you live in Cinco Ranch and you want to go down the street to Mason Road or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> I want to go more down on my side of town. Well, how selfish are you? No, you're going to go downtown in the city with uh, Pierce Elevated under construction and the uh, and the pole and the, uh, the all the uh, good exits closed. You're gonna it's going to be impossible to get to, and you're going to go work out there for ten years until the, it's all fixed and it's going to be perfect. So yeah, so have fun. We have so I'll, yeah, I'll get I'll get your your discount thing, and I'll uh, and you'll know you'll know at some point. But uh, work out there, eat bravado, wear shirts, and uh, do heroin. Thank you. We have spent way too long talking about our sponsors who have given us who have given us two things, Jack and crap. Except for wonderful I don't, Toronto. No, I did get. I mean, I mean, Tyler gave me a bunch. Of, I have like every shirt that they've ever made, so I, I, I did pretty well with them. But oh, um, that's that's cool. Anyway, so yeah, so sorry. I, yeah, but I, I want to give David a good spot for. Uh, you know, he's the first time, you know, because eventually I'm just going to be like, yeah, go fucking work out if you want to. I've already quit. I'm never going back. But if you guys want to, go back there. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk some Astros, or let's at least talk some baseball. Houston Astros, yeah, we want, we want to talk real changes. We want to talk about the DH. Uh, no, no, I don't. And, because y'all, cause we, we moved over into the Sissy League, and now, now they're trying to make the – we're trying to make the National League into another sissy league to make it a big whole sissy league. What are we? Pitchers just aren't going to bat anymore. We're going to have actual hitters hitting. You know what? It's a, one thing about the accepted minorities that I've come to, come to accept, but now we're not going to have we're not going to have actual batters hitting. I'm not having it. That, okay, thank you. That's me, Hot Take Hank. Thank you. That was my Hot Take <laughs> Hank. Uh, okay, so I have two things in mind on how to improve attendance at Major League Baseball games. Joust. Have a joust like a Knights Tale tournament. I mean, you, a, a, that's better than the freeze, for sure. And the freeze the is freeze, freaking, oh, you it's wonderful. The freeze no, the freeze is awesome. Like Actually, the freeze was a big letdown. Like The freeze lost a bunch, got so cocky. And I was like, you know what? The first time I saw the video, it changed my life. I was like, the freeze is the best thing that's ever happened to baseball. And then I watched the freeze get cocky and lose to like, some fucking guy in cargo shorts. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck the freeze. <laughs> so fuck Tupac. Fuck the freeze. The freeze can fucking freeze to death. Got him. So but yeah, so yeah, the freeze is pretty good. So okay, so what are your things? It better not involve Bernie the Brewer sliding around like an adult going down a slide. It's so weird. No, it's awful. Uh, I have two things in mind on how I can fix Major League Baseball attendance and interest in the game. And I'll go first if you want. And we, uh, uh, as usual, we did zero show prep before this. Oh, I, I've been I've been researching all day. I don't know. Um, I did a lot of it. So yeah, I'm sorry you did. But you go. Yeah, go ahead. So do you want to? Do you have an idea for fixing fixing the attendance slash interest problem, or do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, Astros County plan number one is beer is not thirteen dollars. For a tall boy that you can get at your gas station for two forty nine, I I bought a Montejo the last time I was at an Astros game and it was it was literally thirteen dollars, 
And it, yeah, I know. it's two forty nine at any self respecting gas station that doesn't sell freaking crack out of yeah, out yeah, of yeah a, that's pretty annoying. I paid twenty seven dollars for a four loco. It's like can I, you know, I'm trying to wild out at the game. Like I don't need. Like they practically they practically give those out at a, a gas station. So yeah, no, for sure. And so that's that's number one. Like make beer actually affordable. The second thing is yeah, that's never gonna happen. The the second thing is the blackout restrictions no longer apply. If you pay a hundred and fifty dollars for MLB TV, you get to watch whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They should yeah, that should be a big perk for do it for the for like the streamers on the that stream on their game console or the you know the Roku's. That would that'd be I that'd be great. Um, but they know that it would it's good they'll get jailbroken and eventually people are gonna steal it. I mean, maybe, but, yeah, but, but no, I but still... they just, yeah, you can't, if you're worried about audience and growing your brand, like, you can't, like, limit your content. I mean, what do you think Napster was so popular? Napster was just piracy. Yeah. You gotta do something. But even, there were, but there were like, there were artists, like, uh, John Mayer was a big Napster proponent that just, like, yeah, download whatever you want from me. Like, it gets my name out there. That's, people are finding my music. It's kind of, you know, it's like, get your shit out there. Somebody might randomly watch a baseball game that they wouldn't have watched otherwise. Like, make it easy to find. Because you don't get national games. If you're not, like, if you're not local, if you're not on to your local team and you're not, you're not like a super fan, like, you're not, you're not just, unless it's Sunday night baseball, you're not just going to casually catch, you know, San Francisco, Oakland in a interleague game. It's just, you can't. Yeah. It's, they're just, there's no TV deal. It's baseball can't, uh, it's baseball's fault. You can't. I don't know. You, I just you, felt like when they, even when the Cubs, it was the Cubs and Braves on, and it was that was network stuff. At least they were on. There was baseball on. It was different. Yeah, no. If if I want to watch for whatever reason, if I want to watch like the the Cardinals and the Pirates play a game, Ugh, that's not good. And the National League Central. Yeah, shit, no. If 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 that's what I want to watch, then let me freaking watch it. I've paid for a subscription. Like let me let me do it. And right. if I want to watch the Rangers and Angels, oh, you, play, you definitely don't want to do that. No, I don't. But but let's say I'm like getting ready for a series and and doing some like advanced scouting, which I never actually do. But let's yeah. say I want to watch some like AL West matchup to get ready for some upcoming Astros opponent. Right. Let let me freaking do it. Like why why are you making it harder? Like let people post gifts. Well, uh, and you're pay- yeah, and you're paying. Like, I mean, that's that's the one thing. That's like, it's not like it's, you know, you're in a hotel or something, which is just equally as annoying that you can't watch a baseball team when you're in a hotel. Wait, what? They, like, like hotels. Like, if you're in, like, say, you have you're at a conference or something, you're in, you just can't. You're in like the you're in your uh, your area. They don't have they don't have the local sports. Yeah. Like, like let. Let people watch your stupid ass sport, you goddamn morons. I mean, why? Like, your plan to grow the sport is to limit the number of people that can in, can watch like cool plays. Like, yeah, if, and while, while making it more localizing it even more to where even the super fans like and and or people covering it like us, we I mean, you have to you have to go out of your way to uh, to keep up with other teams. No, I, all your yeah, you're going to be a master of your team. You're going to know everything about them, but you are not going to know anything about. What's happening with the with the New York Mets? You know, you, you have to I mean, you, unless you're a psychopath and you have to go, you know, I mean, seek it out. Yeah, no, I I still I, I pay five dollars a month. Whether I don't I don't get it doesn't matter if it's July or if it's freaking November. I pay five dollars a month to scramble my IP address so I can use my. Oh, you're a, you're a hacker. What do you? Uh, 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm where totally, you wear fingerless gloves and fucking drive a, uh, a mini. A mini I totally. Cooper. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm Christian Slater, like for sure. Like I'm actually, <laughs> you, are you, are you a uh, Rami Malek? Are you I robot? <laughs> not I robot or whatever the Mr. Robot. I robot. Are you also I robot? Are you I'm also robot? Freddie Mercury. Uh, so mm-hmm. there we have it. I don't, I, you know what, just a side note, I had to say another flagrant thing, I, I didn't like that movie at all, I don't, I don't think he was good at Mercury, Mercury at all. I have not I seen I, it. I didn't think, I thought it was a lackluster performance, I, I thought the movie was mediocre at best. I haven't seen it, but I've watched the, the Queen Live Aid 1985 performance at least well, that's, well, that's Yeah, times. that's that's art, that's like, that's that's iconic, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't need to see like the fucking, the awkward fucking kid, Robbie, what was he in, he was in something before, uh. I don't know. Shout out to Rami Malek, but yeah, he was not in good. the Mummy. He was the Pharaoh in the Mummy. He was a Pharaoh. He was. He was like in. A, he was like a. Maybe he was like. Was he one of the? Was he on the? Was he on one of the baseball players on the on the rookie on the high school team? I really don't think that's correct, but I do not know. No, for he sure. was like, but he was in. He had a role like that. It was something where he was just like one of the like one of the kids. And anyway, yeah, who cares? Maybe. Well, yeah, that movie's not great though. Oh. Uh. I'm still gonna watch it. Like, no, once. no, it's not. I'm not saying it's not bad, but it's like people are like talking, you know, Oscar and like just this performance, and I just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't. I went into it. I mean, like, yeah. Queens, Queens, Queen, Queen rules. Brian May rules. Those guys are like they were just all like, a, it's like a motley crew. Got one guy was like a dentist. <laughs> you got Brian May, who's a fucking astrophysicist. Yeah, and, and they just kind of like they just kind of like got together, and all of a sudden they're, they're Queen. Like, it, yeah, no, Brian very, May very, looks like, like Louis they're the like best friends. Sure. Like they're a cool band. I fuck with Queen, but like the movie, no, no, thank you. Because fat bottom girls, you make the rocky world go round bicycle, bicycle. That's my medley. Got it. Stop, please. Okay. Uh, all right. So let me ask you this. Uh-huh. The fact that Manny Machado and Bryce Harper have not yet signed with a major league baseball team, yeah, is that is that? And I don't know who I'm assuming Machado is Boris's client because why wouldn't he be? But is that an agent fault or is that a major league baseball team's fault? Like, uh, I mean, that's no, that's. Just, I mean, that's just. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you could really place. Blame. I I think you can. Pitchers and catchers report on Wednesday. Well, I mean, there's no, there's no. I mean, you're 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 using your own imposed timestamp. Like, there's no. I mean, there's no deadline. I mean, they can. They I mean, they can sign when they want. So why? I mean, I think, they I, mean I think it's. I mean, the fact that they didn't get those egregious contracts thrown at them immediately. I mean, you gotta. They're probably not going to get that. I, I know Bryce Harper at least was is trying to stick to his guns on the I don't know if it was a he wants a fifth year or if it was for the fourth year but nobody people aren't dishing out these these long contracts you, you, you're gonna get the money but um yeah you're not getting the, it's the, the years so I don't know why we just don't get bet on yourself you get incentivized contracts and you get you know team and player options on the bonus years that you want I don't see why that's so it's so difficult you're not gonna get you're not getting the, you're not gonna get paid like fucking Bobby Bonilla <laughs> I mean it's it's collusion to an extent, yes? Somewhat, yeah. So that's illegal. Yeah, who are you going to turn him into? I don't know. Rob Manfred doesn't give a crap about anything. The FCC won't let me be. Nice. No. I just, I just don't understand how, I mean, when, you know, when November came and went, I was like, oh, that's weird that 
they haven't like picked a team yet. And then December, I was like, okay, winter meetings, you know, let's see what happens. It's holidays, whatnot. January, like, okay, well, there's, I, I, I mean, college football was a thing for like a week, and and now, like, like, what are what is either side actually doing? And and the more I think about it, the more I think it's the owners, and I think it's, and I I love Jim Crane. But I I do think that there's like a a, a group me like thread or there's like a text thread where they're like I'm not going over three fifty for I don't know seven years or I and I just, no. I just made those numbers up but I'm not no, going yeah, over no, I'm not going over one seventy five for for five years like and everyone's right. like okay I can get on board with that and and there's there's some negotiation within a few million and maybe a year. But th- there has to be some concerted effort from the owners. They have to. That's to keep their product and keep it manageable. Yeah, absolutely. They're in a the thread like, don't you fucking do that, Chicago White Sox. Don't you do it. That's what makes – I mean, so if you were to pick the perfect destination for Machado and Harper, who would it be? The White Sox for Machado. Yep. He's a perfect White Sox player. Yes. They're, they're an up-and-coming team. Uh, he'll still be with them when everything comes together. That that would be the play. Yes. Perfect. Perfect White Sox. Yep. Um, Harper, I mean, he's he's as good as a, a Do- Los Angeles Dodger, right? He's, well, I, I still think he, I, I'm thinking he stays. I really do think he stays. I think he goes to Philadelphia, but I don't have any reason. I mean, obviously, neither of us have any sources in like Philly or Chicago. Maybe you. Oh, yeah, unless, he, unless he's like hit up Trout, and they're like, and they've already guaranteed they're going to get him when he comes up. I mean and, that uh, that could definitely be that that, that actually could could be a thing. You can't Trout and Harper. I feel like you can't because the Phillies could do it. I mean they they've sort of gone the Astros route for the last couple of years, where they're clearly saving money and sort of building. I and and like, Trout's from freaking South Philly, essentially. Of course, yes. Like I I could see I could see something like that happening, but the fact that it hasn't happened yet. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Now I don't know when they, I don't know when they signed. I really don't know. So where does Marwin go? You had the you, had the, you heard the murmurs of him sneaking meetings with the with the Giants, Harper. Yeah. Yeah, like he was gonna sign with the San Francisco Giants. No, thank you. So where do where? I mean, everyone's kind of waiting for waiting for. Machado and Harper. To yeah, sign. that's why. That's why. That's why Keiko's not signed. That's why Marwin's not signed. No yeah, So, signed. so where do Marwin and Keiko go, and how long does it take for them to actually sign with a team? Uh, I think Keiko could still end up coming back here. I know you don't think that. You didn't look like that with with the Astros signing, but if he doesn't get up, you know, Atlanta or somebody doesn't come with a. You know, a very worthwhile deal. Then I, I think they work something out. He's got like a time. You know, you're, at some point you just be like, "All right, fuck it, I'm, I'm just gonna stay here." I was uh, almost guaranteed that that Keuchel would not resign until I saw that Wade Miley had like reliever incentives. Yeah, I've always thought Keuchel was gonna sign, resign. I mean, at this point, why wouldn't he? I mean, yeah. you're, you don't want to. I mean, Keuchel is is a guy that loves preparation. He loves his time frame. He loves um, sort of the routine of being a starter. You get to where you've missed out on a week, maybe two weeks, 
of of action. Yeah, it's not good. It's it's not good for him. And and I could see him just deciding like, okay, you know, if it's fifty million for three years, would you give Keiko a fifty million three year contract? Uh, it, it would depend depend what I had going on. Depending what team I was with, what uh, how close we were, how important he was. I mean, it's not. Yeah, that's not. Uh, cra- it's not out of the realm of possibility. But I'm not. I'm not jumping. At, you know, I'm not chomping at the bit. So you could um, give. You could give fifty million dollars as a starter for Keiko or Garrett Cole. Who do who who do you give it to? I don't know. I don't know. Right. Your face. I give it to your face. <laughs> it's Lima time time. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we, uh, here's my hot take. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what they do. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, that's that's pretty much how it is with being an Astros fan. Because they're obviously smarter than any of us combined. Well, I mean, I, I just don't... I don't understand. Like, why would... um, Why wouldn't Keiko... Who's beeping in? Jesus Christ. Um, All, like... Once he didn't get it, once he didn't get a super contract, um, I mean, why wouldn't you? You live here. You, this is your team. They're they're set to win. Like, why wouldn't why wouldn't this be like the top choice? You know, barring you know some other super contract that you would have got where you get an extra year and you get an extra you know fifteen mil, five to ten mil or something. Do you? I, I would, I'm assuming that this would be like okay, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want to stay here? This is these are all his friends. All he knows, where he's had all the success. In the prime of their existence as a team, like why? I mean, you know? No, no, I totally do. No, and I understand. Go get paid. Like I get it. But that's got to be. It's got to be somewhat not as satisfying to go and get like the same contract that you could get in Houston and go pitch for fucking Milwaukee or something. You're like, no, fuck. Uh, okay, now my friends are and their my friends are gonna win a World Series and you're in Milwaukee with Bernie the Brewers as an adult sliding down a slide. <laughs> So I mean, if if you could take fifty million dollars from San Diego, or forty million from Houston, like what do you take? You stay. You, you stay here. You win. But I'm a. I want to win. I don't want to. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't blame anybody that wants to go play in a with a losing baseball team and just be rich, especially San Diego. But no, not for me. I'm taking a lot less money to to play with a, a winner. Okay. I think we're especially if I already live, especially if I already lived there, and it's like my team already. Yeah, I'm no, you, yeah, they're your boys. Yeah, it's just it just there's so it just feels like it's collusion, like it feels like, I mean, the owners forever have tried to keep player wages down, which is yep. how you get to the the draft and, and, bonus and, and, and slot the Texas and Rangers. Slot. And the bonus pool for the first ten rounds, and then anyone you pick after the tenth round applies to your total pool over a hundred thousand dollars. Like it just feels like you're inviting gaming the system. And do did the Astros game the system? Absolutely, they did. But yeah. they, they did it while everyone else was figuring out the rules. And it doesn't change the fact that it that the Astros won a World Series, and it's one of the greatest days of my life. Yeah, but, but it's still. I'm not going to say it feels tainted, but it, it feels like a bunch of, like, Ooh. math people, like, figured out how to win at a daily fantasy sports thing, but over the course of, like, seven months. All right. 
And that's not their fault, and it's not my fault for liking the team that actually won it. But no. how do you under, how do you explain Marwin, who can can legitimately play seven positions, and it's three days before pitchers and catchers report, and he does not have a job? You uh, can't because it's a very specific. It's a for being it, so uh, versatile. It's it's ironically very specific that is where he fits. Who doesn't want a guy that can? Well, no, but spell that, some guys like, don't, Some teams don't use utility guys like that for whatever reason. Not well, not like Hinch did. Not where he was a starting. He because he is a a starter. He's a starting player that doesn't have a position. Okay. So either either so either you kind you overpay for a guy that, and put him in one position on your team, or you have to have a a, a glaring need at utility. I, I don't know. I mean, because he he deserves. He is. A, I mean, he's a. He deserves that. He deserves that contract. He really does. But I, if, <laughs> he's not going to get it now. Is is Marwin a starting first baseman? Probably not. Is he a he starting could, second I, he baseman? He can start at, at any position he wants to, as far as I'm concerned. But Maybe not for every single team. But he, yes. That's the thing. Like, would you give Marwin Gonzalez six starting six six starts at first base in a given week during the season? Probably not. But would you give him six starts where one day he's at first, one day he's in left, one day he's at third, yeah. one day he's at short? Why would you not Easily, do you have to rest your entire fucking lineup. Yes. I mean, you give Altuve that day off. He gives Bregman that's why, the so day that's off. That's why I thought that he was a guarantee to re-sign because he was so valuable to what Hinch did and how he, even when they weren't having discomfort in some fucking part of their bodies, <laughs> like he was giving guys, you know, he's letting Correa go to Ibiza. And uh, have uh, vacations where they could take that little mini d- DL stick. He filled out. <laughs> I still, I, I, it, I mean, obviously, I, I was not this much of a fan in the late '80s when actual collusion was happening. But this what just feels do? this feels like a bunch of rich white dudes getting around and saying, "How can we? How can we depress the market for everybody else?" It's what it feels well, like. Well, I mean, it's business. I don't blame them for doing that, especially when it's their money and they're fucking shelling out millions and millions and millions of dollars. But there's the the TV revenue that covers everything that you are spending. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. But I mean, still, still their prerogative. You know, I don't. I mean, I mean, if you told me like you need to pay two dollars for the for this freaking zebra cake, but I'm gonna give you a dollar ninety. Just to just to help you out with it, and so and someone else is like, I want the last zebra cake. And I'm like, well, well, hell, I mean, what someone else is, is giving me a dollar ninety. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three, because yeah, it's it's an outlay, but it's not as much as what I would have paid. Like I don't. I, eh, it's shady. I don't, I don't like it, and it's not helping. It's not helping, quote unquote, the game. Right. Well, well, but you can't. You can't necessarily say that that's what's happening. So I mean, you're I mean, you're speculating, and I, and are you probably right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's totally. Yeah, it could I just be clearly don't you know, like know anything. It could just be complex contracts. You're dealing with superstars, a lot of money, a lot of nuts and bolts. Just stuff. Just gotta you gotta those contracts are, are complex with the, the players like that. And to be my own devil's advocate, I mean, man, uh, super you, devil. Man, <laughs> Manny Machado and Bryce Harper have been told for years that this is their payday. And well, it, but it is, but it is their payday. It so is, I mean, like, but it's not coming you, the way that they've been told. You get one giant contract, 
after, and then you get, you may get one, you might get one cheap one from the Angels when you're on the way out. <laughs> it's about, it's about, it's about what you get. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, for sure. It's about it. So yeah, I mean, and, and they're gonna get it, but I mean, not. I don't know if you know they were just told by by Boris or whatever that that was. These are the numbers that you should expect. This is what you should get. I mean, because I mean, no, I don't think anybody can predict that. They're they're not getting what they thought. But I mean, if you think it's when the when the it announced is when they signed, it's you think it's not going to be a fucking ridiculous amount of years and a giant number. It's going to be. Well, the cl- the closer that we get to opening day, and the closer that we get to like where where you're getting like two at bats, and then you go play golf, like right. they they have to be thinking like I should be packing a bag, you know, or, or two bags or whatever. I should be, I, I, I feel like it's a concerted effort to make the player panic to where Machado. Yeah, well, it, it is. And like spring training is not, I know like, it's not like, uh, you know, with fucking uh, training camp with the NFL where like none of the pros want to do it. Spring training is like a bonding thing. You know, they go to dinners, they're playing golf. Like it's fun. Like, like it's a, you know, it's a month of baseball. They're just kind of fucking off. Like it's a bonding thing. Like you got to, yeah, no. You gotta be there for that. So I mean, especially if you're going to a new team. Yeah, on, and, and you know, like Verlander, his first start, he's gonna throw two innings, and he's gonna throw he's gonna throw three, and then four, and then five, and then six, and then it's opening day. Like I mean, yep. there's there is a routine, especially for players that have been in the league as long as they have, that they know like by this point I should be doing this. And, right. and now I'm still worrying about like where am I where am I going to live? Like, am I going to live in a hotel? Like, or do I find a condo? Or well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. This, when you're rich, that's not really. I mean, that's just kind of like a thing they figure out. But yeah, I mean, it's not it's not good for anybody. Teams included. So, yeah. I, mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and but I mean, at the same time, if you're an owner, you and you plan on trying to sign them, and you're trying to get a discount, you can you need to get those guys there too, and you need to get them in there and get taken care of. So you can't. You can't put that off either. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's maybe a combination of both. Maybe a little bit, of, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Not, not doing it. I don't fucking know. Who knows? No one knows. Let's, let's send, let's send Bryce Harper to play out in the middle of the ocean for the Maritime team because he's a idiot. <laughs> he has very nice hair. The, the international, the international law team where he just plays in international waters in the Somali, the Somali pirate team. <laughs> Idiot! Oh, he's the worst. He wears bandanas and sleeveless shirts. Can't fuck with him. <laughs> Let's play some 2013 Astros games for me. All right, off. so I have in my possession right now uh, the Houston Astros 2013 media guide. Yeah, one of the best teams we've ever this, this, this city's ever seen for sure. Okay, so I'm I'm just kind of flipping through, trying to figure out. I'm not going to ask you like scouting scouting guys. Um. But I am going to ask you some. All right here we go. 2013, man, that was 2013 was not great. It was a it was a really bad year. All right, yeah, not great. I'm trying Definitely to find. Not. I'm trying to find something. Okay, um, I'm trying to think. I don't, man. I'm, I don't even know how many of those players I'm going to know. There, that was a that was a. We want to talk about Motley Cruz. Yeah, it was bad. All right, so here is a bio. From a member of the 2013 Astros, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go bullet by bullet and see okay. how long it takes you to figure out who it is. Okay. Okay. And and again, and and we, why would we lie to you? We're not gonna lie to you. Like, I, it's not like I've texted him. I've texted Pat. Like the answer. No, I would. That'd be a 
annoying. I'd be like, don't tell me. Egregious. Okay, so... It'd be egregious. Uh, Carlos Cor- Corporat. Got it. So this particular player was acquired from Miami. Oh, great. Which, who wasn't acquired from Miami? Uh, <laughs> I know. That doesn't help me at all. <clears throat> he was acquired with Rob Rab- uh, Rasmussen in exchange for Carlos Lee. He was the 12th overall pick in the 2007 draft. Ooh. He, in his major league career to that point, meaning the 2013 Astros Media Guide, has hit 273 with six doubles, two triples, five homers, and 18 RBIs in 48 major league games. Between what was that again? Uh, 273, six okay. doubles, two triples, five home runs, 18 RBIs, in 48 major league games over two seasons with Florida and with Houston. Didn't we, uh, wasn't, uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, wasn't that Matt Dominguez with the Carlos Lee trade? Frick, how? How? Matt Dominguez was good. Matt Dominguez could play ball. Matt Dominguez, yeah, that's the right answer. Like, ding, ding, ding. How? Those are the only two people, I mean, you name the other guy, those are the only two people in the trade, right? Uh, there might have been somebody else. Dominguez was good. This, this is freaking witchcraft. All right. Um, I don't even know who that is. I don't know who. I don't know who that is. Okay, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those. Yeah, that's when it gets ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. All right. Uh. Okay. So you're one for one, which I don't even understand how that's possible. He was six two two twenty eight. Uh, 6'2", huh? Okay. Yeah. Has played in parts of the last two seasons with the Astros, 2011 and 2012. Ooh, after spending seven seasons in the Brewers organization and one season with the Diamondbacks. He started 68 games behind the plate, all coming with Houston in 2011 and 2012. Ugh. Uh... Like I, I this one I I intentionally made it harder because I thought that last one was was pretty hard. Oh man, I shit, man, I don't. He hit two sixty nine in two thousand twelve, including a two eighty three mark while batting left handed. Hit all four of his home runs from the left side of the plate. Caught 24 games, made 22 starts behind the dish for Houston. Caught 5 of 19 attempting base dealers, which I would not want in my bio. <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not great. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, He's, besides, I'll, I mean, I only know. Uh, so we're so we're obviously talking Ca- catcher. Ca- well, Castro, I, it's not Castro, but that was, I mean, I'm trying to think catchers on that. Carlos Corporan was the only other catcher I know. God dang. What? Well, I already made the Corpus, I made a Carlos Corporan joke or like a second ago. That's the only other, that's the only catcher right now. Who else was on that roster? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know he was. A, I didn't know he hit from the left side too. I don't remember that. But yeah, I don't whatever. know. I'm really bad at who hits left and who pitches left. I'm dead. It's shameful. All right. So this player was drafted by Houston with the tenth overall pick in the OA <laughs> draft out of Stanford. Has played 146 games the catcher position. Oh, that's Castro. He went to Stanford. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. 
Um, hey, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Okay, Johnny Shitdick. He's still. Uh, come on, that's a, he's a he's a time <laughs> legend. Johnny Shitdick, the worst nickname ever. <laughs> so great. Uh, I would totally get a Shitdick uh, jersey. I would not. That's not great. I don't want that ever on. The right-handed hitting slugger has built at 19 home runs with 46 Ooh. RBIs and a 425 slugging percentage in 106 league, 106 major league games. Uh, has hit 283 with 209 doubles, 182 home runs, 639 RBIs, and a 19, uh, 913 OPS in 826 minor league games. Oh, minor leagues. Uh, is it Chris Carter? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it is. Who else would it be? Brett Wallace? I mean, that would be my next guess. Brett Wallace was my next guess. That'd be a pretty good guess. Okay. Come All on. Right. I mean, these aren't very difficult. Okay, here we go. Has compiled a 14 and 14 record with a 4.73 ERA and 193 strikeouts in 44 career starts. Has pitched in parts of seven seasons with the Mets, Twins, Royals, and White Sox. What were the numbers again? Uh, 14 and 14 with a okay. 4.73 ERA and 193 strikeouts in 44 career starts. Okay, uh, think of the roster. Hmm. Became, uh, I might be about to give it away, became just the 21st pitcher in Major League Baseball history to toss a perfect game on April 21st, 2012 at Seattle. Is that fucking Bud Norris? No. I don't know, I have no idea. I don't don't remember, I don't remember a perfect game. That oh, is, uh, he didn't do it for Houston. It was Phil Humber. Phil Humber. <laughs> yeah, definitely didn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> All right. Uh, this dude is somehow still only 28 years old. You ready? Okay. And I feel like we've been hearing about him for like 13 years. So okay. he was a prospect when he was 15, apparently. Very tight. Um... Signed in the supplemental first round. Oh, yeah, I know exactly who it is now. I know supplemental draft picks. (laughs) 38th overall pick in the 2008 draft. Okay. Right-handed pitcher. Spent uh, the majority of the last two seasons as the Major League's youngest starting pitcher. Before he was 22, he made 45 Major League appearances. 45 ladders on my appearances. Nice. He ranked second in franchise history in starts before the age of 22, behind Larry Durker and a Larry damn Durker. Um, shit. Oh, man. 20. Uh, you were talking, but I just gave his name away. I didn't hear you. Sweet. God damn it. Uh, Made his major league debut on May 31st, 2011 at the Cubs. Two and run, seven innings pitched. Was the youngest player in the major leagues on his debut. Supplemental. Okay. Uh, this is not great. Uh, the last God. starting pitcher younger than this player to make his major league debut with Houston was Larry Durker on September 22nd, 1964. Was it like I was number one prospect heading into 2011? Number was it three. Cozart? It's not Cozart. Uh, Lucas Harrell. 
No. Shit. I, I, uh, man. Uh, Jordan Lyles. Yes, that is. Okay. I could not less. I was next. I was gonna have to, I was gonna have to go Brett Overholzer. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, not gonna go with Overholzer now. Okay. Uh, in two thousand. Hey, hey, I gotta eliminate Overholzer now. Yeah, two thousand thirteen. Left-handed okay. bat through left. He was thirty-four on opening day, two thousand thirteen. Wait, what was, the, what was the first thing you said? He threw, uh, batted a left, threw left. Okay. 34 on opening day, 2013. Okay. Played That's how old he was? Yeah. Played parts okay. of 12 seasons with the Rays. Uh, was the Rays' all-time leader in home runs at the time. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, Carlos Pena. God dang. Well, he was the Rays. He was the home run. It was a weird, that was a weird sighting where he was... Uh, he was the Rays guy. You sat there and just looked weird and hit home runs. That one, I was right when you said Rays. I was like, I knew that one. Okay, this dude uh, entered 2013 as the Astros' number three prospect for the second consecutive season. Was okay. called the organization's best athlete and the best defensive outfielder by Baseball America. Uh, organization's best outfield arm in his second. Professional season in 2012 earned midseason and postseason California All-Star honors for Lancaster, played with uh, Mesa in the Arizona Fall League, and was an AFL rising star. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Six. Take a flyer. Was it? I don't remember if he was this high, this, this high of a prospect. Was, was it Robbie Grossman? It's not Bob Grossman, State Farm oh. agent. Oh man, who was a high prospect? Six three, two hundred pounds. Number two, he was what? Six three, two hundred pounds. Uh, you know who was JD? Was that big? Was JD Martinez? It's not JD Martinez. Went to UConn. Uh, didn't Springer go to UConn? He did, and that's the answer. I knew. I, I, I know he was on the. Away. The last one was too much. Well, that was, I mean, come on. That was, I mean, the Yukons will give it away. I only knew he went to Yukon. I didn't know. He was on the roster in 2013? Yeah, uh, he was in the or media guide. Or just on the extended? He was in the media guide in 2013. Oh, in the media guide. So, yeah, he was just a, he was like, ooh, this is our, this is the future. In 2017, you'll see what we're talking about. Moo, ha, ha, ha. All right, this dude, opening day, 2013, was 25 years 25, old. 25, okay. Yeah. Uh, he had major league experience before. Okay. Uh, put up a 1.57 ground ball per fly ball ratio. Seventh in the majors, fourth in the NL. Minimum 15 starts among rookies. Made his major league debut on June 17th at Arlington. Where he allowed one run on four hits in five innings of work. So he so he made his debut in in, in 2013? 2012. Oh, 2012, okay. Uh, hmm. Became the first pitcher to begin his Astros career by tossing five plus innings and allowing one or fewer runs in three straight starts as Roger Clemens did so from April 7th to 18th, 2004. Is that Keichel? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, the ground ball rate is what. Uh, All right, I got. I got to go. I got to go next level here. All right, I'm gonna trip you up here. Well, yeah, these aren't these really aren't that difficult. I'm just. I mean, you're. Yeah, I'm gonna make you look stupid here. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna get difficult ones. Yeah, here we go. Uh, he was acquired from St. Louis in exchange for cash considerations on August 9th, two thousand twelve. Okay. Okay. Played 266 Major League games in parts of four seasons with St. Louis and Houston. He was 28 for 32 in stolen base attempts. And just so you know, I'd never get this dude. Um, had a productive 2012 season at Minute Maid Park. 279 average with six doubles, six home runs, 10 RBIs, and a 632 slugging percentage. And 25 games at Minute Maid Park. Hit two of his six home runs as a Cardinal on May 6th in a game where he went three for three with four RBIs against the Astros. Okay, oh, man. There's no way. If you get this, I'm like, you actually are the super devil. Yes, man. 62190 from Well, I mean, he was productive. I feel like I, I, sh- I should be able to get this. I don't feel was, like he was. If he was doing productive. that well, I don't. Um, First round pick by the Cardinals in 2005. Okay. So he's a Luno guy. Okay. Um. Man, I. Oh, son there's, of a. There's no wait. way. You made me I'm look gonna, bad. I'm about to make you look bad. I'm trying to think who, uh, oh man, 2012, we're, uh, St. Louis. His first start with the Astros on August 11th was against Milwaukee, collected a double and a home run. That's not gonna help, that's not gonna help me for shit, um. Best infield uh, arm in St. Louis' system for four consecutive seasons. Uh, there's no way. A, there's no way. I forgot. I'm looking at this dude. I'm like, there's it, no. He didn't play at all for them. He, for the Astros? And he could have, but I don't remember it. Maybe because um, I have like a one-year-old at this point. He, was he only, he only played with the Cardinals? He did play with the Astros. No, what, those were those only two teams? Yeah. Oh, man, I know. Knights of, Knights of Columbus. Um, <laughs> by the beard of Zeus. Oh, boy. Let's see here. You said, you said he was a big arm guy? Uh, apparently so, yeah. Apparently so. We, we never we ever got to see it. I mean, we did, but it's not memorable at all. But those were decent. I mean, those were decent numbers you were reading off. So, I mean, he, at least he had a little stint where he was... Doing doing work, yeah. When every opposing pitcher was like throwing freaking meatballs down the pipe, because why not? Right, right. right. Uh, all right. Well, let me just uh, let me see. Take a flyer. Let's go. Uh, um, who do I want to pick? Uh, let's go. I don't know who to pick. If you it, like seriously, if you get this, I'm I'm cutting it off. Well, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm trying to make right an educated now. guess. I don't. Uh, I obviously don't know, so we can't. Doesn't really count because I really don't know. But um, all right, I'm gonna go with. 
I think of arms. I have no recollection of this player as an Astro. <laughs> oh, that's what. Well, you how? Oh, yeah, two, that's all blur for them. That makes sense. Um, man, I I don't like getting things wrong, so I'm. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, I have no recollection of this player as it. Well, you know what? Let's go. Uh, boy. It's Rick Angel. <laughs> it's a good pick. It's uh, Tyler Green. Tyler, Who? Tyler Green. Who the fuck is Tyler Green? Thank you. Yes. I don't. I've never even heard. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just. Yeah, is that even a real player? You just made that up. See <laughs> if I was going to go Tyler Green. Oh yeah, I know Tyler Green, the fake player you made up. Yeah, he's great. This this entire media guide is like what? Aside from like Cozart and Altuve, like what names did you make up uh, to get there? All right. Yeah, there's, I mean, yeah, there's a bunch. You got you got Jason Castro, fake name. You know who I really liked was Jorge De Leon. Yes. And Reiner Cruz. Reiner Cruz is pretty tight too. Reiner Cruz, real five pick. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Are we done? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. What fun. All right. Uh, let me let me scroll back through some of the history stuff. Um, oh, oh, oh. I don't know why I did that haunting laugh. There's no reason to do that right there. <laughs> None at all. No uh, team off re- uh, offensive records in a season. Ooh. Cool. Uh, some of these are were just mean. Um, team offensive records in a game. Okay. Uh, I seriously could have done some more uh, you can do whatever you want I'll, I'll get them right I'm, I'm, I'm a Vunderkin it's true um, okay as of 2013 name the three Astros top ten career home run leaders as of 2013 yeah uh and I didn't say that to like trip you up. Like I just have the 2013 media guide. So through 2012, who are the three home run leaders in Astros franchise history? Well, it's got to be it's got to be Baggy, right? Number one. Yep. Uh, and then what you go? Let's see who. Hmm. I'm trying to, I want to play this right. I want to play this rat there's two people I can pick from Clay Walker ladies and gentlemen (laughs) where do I fit in the picture Uh, Brett Wallace (laughs) no it's not Brett Wallace it's Jonathan Singleton then definitely Jonathan Singleton my (laughs) my favorite player of all time pothead criminal love him (laughs) one of my one of my favorites Um, just pick the the high life we're living the high life all right, um, this shouldn't be too difficult. I don't know why. I'm trying to make sure I just get them both right. This should be because it's, it's seemingly very easy. Uh, uh, okay, Berkman's got to be the one. Bergman is number two. So who's number three? Oh man, this is where it gets dicey. Uh, Bag- Bagwell had four forty nine. Bergman had three twenty six. This dude uh, you had know what? Uh, I think. I think it, was just, it drops off. I, I think Biggio was right there. Biggio is number three. Or is, it, is it Jimmy Wynn or it's Biggio or Jimmy Wynn? I think, 
And then Vigio is number three. Jimmy Wynn is number four. Yeah, and then and then Glenn Davis. I was, I was thinking it was Glenn Davis initially, and then I was like, nah, he didn't hit two hundred. Holy crap! So, Glenn Davis is number five with one sixty six. Well, yeah, and then you, you want to keep going? Cesar Cedeno's on there. Like, there's a bunch Cesar of. Cesar Cedeno's number. He's number. Well, number the only, six. There, was, there haven't been that many home run hitters in the. In the I mean, honestly, <laughs> like these are like prolific. These are all time greats. Like, there's not. This isn't very hard. Like, everybody should get all of those right. I don't know anybody. How uh, the, who after that? No, 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 no. How in the actual hell did you get the top six home run hitters from the beginning that, of the franchise through two thousand? Because those are all easy. They're all all of their numbers are hanging up in the goddamn stadium. Well, all freaking, of, well, freaking, keep going. Who's seven through like? I don't know. I don't. I, I have. I have no idea. Uh, no idea. Because uh, I mean, you're talking like now. You're in the. You're probably in the. Two under, of these sub, dudes. One hundred now. I don't know. One of the, yeah. Uh, Cesar Zidaneo hit one hundred and sixty-three home runs. Yeah, that's yeah, that's about right. So then uh, this yeah, next dude man. hit one hundred and thirty-nine from sixty-six to seventy-nine. Went on to be Bob, the Yankees GM. Bob Watson. Yes. Uh, I, I, I don't. This dude still a local legend. Seventy-five to eighty-seven. Uh. If I give you his nickname, it's Jose, Jose Cruz. Jose Cruz. This dude, uh, I sat behind a guy who called him Doggy Doo uh, the entire freaking game. Richard, Richard Hidalgo. Hidalgo, 134. This dude, uh, the second to last on the list, 2005 to 2012, hit know. one less than Hidalgo. Uh, you, you, name the, you name those years. The, the, the greatest signing in the history of the franchise. Uh, just an absolute delight to watch play outfield. <laughs> Until uh, an egregious purchaser of, of land and ranches. Uh, My yes. boy. Until I remember it. It's El Caballo. Every Hispanic Astro fan in the city of Houston ha- owns a Carlos Lee jersey. Yes. And the last one, there's no way you get. 1967 yeah, I, I to 1975, 128 home runs. I have no idea. Who, who is it? I feel like Probably. 128 home runs. From sixty-seven to seventy-five is better than Carlos Lee's hundred and thirty-three from 05 to twelve. It's <laughs> it uh, those were those were, so they, they were somehow those were all just fucking cheap, just cheap-ass home runs. He didn't deserve any of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, like seventy-one of them were inside the park home runs. Doug Rader, <laughs> Doug Rader. Oh, Doug, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love Doug Rader. He was mm-hmm. awesome. He was a funny guy. He's a, he's a good storyteller. You have performed admirably well. And you and everybody. I feel like anybody who's a fan of the team could, could should should be able to reel those off. I mean, no, I don't know. I didn't know. I like it's like I knew the totals. I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know if I would have pulled off Bob Watson if you didn't say the uh, New York Yankees. Thing. But, um, GM, yeah. I would have totally forgot. I would totally would have forgot him. Um, which I shouldn't. No. 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 This is difficult. I'm a trivia guy. This is stuff. This is a very easy stuff for me. I have a good memory. That's that's awesome. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. I need to go to bed. I'm freaking tired. I'm sore. Go to bed. It's time to sleep so you can wake up and teach the youth. Not tomorrow. Right. It's professional development day. Love it. Oh, yeah. Develop your face. Yeah. All right. Uh, don't do that. All right. I might get Tight. to I might get to sleep till like five forty five. Who knows? Ooh, that's yes. Yeah, live a little, you know. Yeah. All, All right. right. Good show. I'm gonna upload this right. like right now. Yeah, I can't wait. I just like this is. Patrick Hitcher and Trivia. This is a terrible show. <laughs> I love it. It was fun for me. All, All right. Man. Good show. Heck yeah. All right, bro. Well, next time, we're back. Lima time time. See us next week, Platt boys. Goodbye. Suck it, Cole Hamels.
But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole.